0: and you are watching another blue it's blitz film review he has that ability to trust me he definitely does just his ability to catch balls outside of his frame his leaping ability his ability to hang in the air his yak ability it's 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 all there lowers his helmet low man wins bang rocks a guy hall running free reese hall inside the ten. It's gonna score the the corners all do their job you know if you look at the if you look at the picture right here lock 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 third and one it's always drilled what a great defensive play i don't try to monday morning quarterback any of the reviews i do and i'll try to be honest with a lot of those things i i put up and you are listening Actually, I would say listening first, watching slash listening to another edition of Blue Hits Blitz as my light behind me goes out because uh, everything I get is a piece of shit, apparently. But nonetheless, um, hello to everybody in here. I have a lot to talk about. I think I'm kind of going to run as long as you guys want me to run. Um, I've been doing quite a bit of of draft prep. Uh, Typically, I go over like one guy at a time. And I did that mostly for for Shanyu and Bowers. Um, but Reese or, or, yeah, I did do that for, for Sean and Bar- uh, Bowers, even though I got an extra, I think game or two of each of those that I still have to watch. Um, and then I got into, uh, Fawaga, uh, Odunze, and there's another guy, uh, who I'm blanking out on that. Ba- uh, Fushanu. Uh, yeah. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me see the guys. I just, <laughs> I freaking have watched so far because I've watched so many that I'm already starting to forget. Okay. Bowers. All the way, almost a full review done on him. I think I'm missing two games that I have to watch. Um, Fashanu, I think I have to watch one more game that got uploaded. I've watched two and a half games of JC Latham, which again, uh, two and a half games, two games is like kind of like, in my opinion, a baseline to maybe start talking about them a little bit. Um, and then I'll watch the final, you know, ten games of of each one of Latham. Fuaga, who I've watched two games of, and Odunze, who I've watched two games of. Uh, I plan on maybe watching Alt just because, uh, getting a little bit of a feel for him. And then I think I'm going to also look at Neighbors at least a little bit, and then maybe do like a full review on um, the other uh, tackle, Mims. I forgot his first name is, but I still have to watch him. Um, so I've been doing quite a bit of, of, of prep, and just to be, to be able to speak to you guys about it intelligently, or at least somewhat intelligently. Um, some of the stuff I said last week is starting to be backed up by, you know, Daniel Jeremiah, who is obviously in NFL circles and he's pretty plugged in with that stuff. And then he had a mock draft come out on, I don't know, I saw it on Twitter maybe like three or four hours ago and he had Fashanu falling to like 13 or 14, which, um, I told you guys last week, at least that, that I'm not. I'm not saying that he's not worth a tenth pick or anything like that. I, I think in certain situations I would look at him at ten, but to say that he's some top top five, top ten lock, easily the second best tackle, if not the first best tackle, um, unless I just don't think highly of vault. I don't, I don't see him as that type of player. Um, and to be bold off the jump, I you know, and again, grain of salt. People are going to say Michigan. You go watch the Michigan game. All this stuff I am saying again, very clearly that two and a half games in so far. Again, two and a half games in so far, I'm taking Latham over Fashano at this point. Um, I've then I, I also watched Fuaga. I think Fuaga is is I think he could be a tackle. Um, he struggles with like lateral mobility and some of that some some of those uh, movement skills. So if you're gonna have him in zone, um, if you're gonna have him pulling, like he he's a good puller because of his angles, but not necessarily because of his quick change of direction on the run. Uh, I think he's a better fit at guard. I think he could play tackle, but I think he could be a really, really good guard at the same time. Um, but I could see a team even taking Fowaga over over Shana, depending on their needs. If it's a team who needs a tackle or a guard, hey, you draft the guy who you think is a little bit better of a prospect. You hope he works out at tackle. If he doesn't work out at tackle, then you. Um, play him at guard i'm gonna try to multitask here and and try to sign into my to my to my fubo um while doing this because i want to be able to kind of catch the devil's game as it's, as it's going on on the stream so i'm gonna do that for two seconds while i kind of let the chats round up and tell me why i'm an idiot about Fashano. but um and, and part of the reason i guess that Fashano is so hyped up and, and obviously i'm just maybe a little bit not naive but i haven't watched him uh, for his entire collegiate career but apparently last year um he was a little bit better with the with penn state and that's why he was so highly rated on people's boards um i can tell you that i've personally watched just this year of fashanu and to say that he's some top five top ten lock is is complete is, i don't know where it's coming from but it is what it is and people run with the same storylines and they'll change them even though they were so high on him just a couple of weeks ago um or maybe not maybe they stick to their guns I think Fashano could be a good player. I'm just saying I don't think he's some, some stud at this point. But, okay, cool. My thing is working. Two seconds. Three, nine, one, seven, four, two. All right. Now I can get the doubles a little bit because they need to win. All right. Let's say hello to the chat. Let's talk about some stuff with the chat. I saw something in here uh, right off the jump. I think it was – I don't know who it was. Um, but somebody was like, is Joe going to kill my dream of Devontae Adams, Brock Bowers, and um, – and uh, Garrett Wilson as, like, the three leaders you know, of the Jets passing game. Um, I can tell you right now to be bold off the jump, since we're being bold off the jump, I'm not touching Bowers at 10. Sorry, I'm not. Uh, I think – and Riff could put it in an article. And it's kind of like maybe it's like a shitty comparison because I, you know, it's not like I watched Mike Kosecki, but he's like a soup – and this is kind of what I said to her. This is why it was an article. But, like, a souped-up Mike who could who could block. Um, he's, he's willing to block. He's not an inline guy right now. 6'4", 240. If you're asking him in zone to take a D-end D on one-on-one in the NFL level, it's not going to happen because it didn't even happen in college. Uh, you want him as like an angle blocker, a guy who's going to um, down block, who's going to combo, who's going to um, – Who's going to crack a linebacker? Who's going to crack a safety? Who might even crack a DN if he if he has favorable positioning and the DN can't see him? Okay, I'm with that arc blocking out. Um, you know, on an outside linebacker, a safety if he's leading like a sweep or something like that. Okay, I'm cool with that. Um, but in terms of like some studly prospect and and again, just you know, transparency in terms of like what I thought I was getting before I watched him, I was expecting like Gronkowski. And maybe maybe I was being a little bit too. Ooh. Like maybe I was stupid in terms of like thinking about Gronkowski. Um, but he's not an inline guy right now. And if you're drafting him for Yak, I think you're that's that's kind of a bad reason to draft the guy because he could you know he could break tackles in college, which obviously could translate to the NFL, especially if he does add weight and things like that. But to think that Yak's are just gonna automatically translate like I don't know, it's, 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 you know, you can't just necessarily make that leap, but I still, I think he'll always be good at yak, but to say he's going to break tackles like he did in that Alabama game is just not necessarily feasible. And on top of that, which I can always show plays and stuff, and it's the benefit of maybe not having a ton of topics to talk about, but, um, Bowers in, in contested catch situations, I probably saw about maybe nine or 10, um, jump ball situations that I, that he had in, in Georgia this year. And he came down with maybe two, two out of 10. One of them was a really lucky one-handed catch, So, and I can show you the guys those plays, but in terms of his contested catch ability, it's not there. Um, his route running, he's, he's very athletic. Uh, obviously, we know he has top-end speed. Obviously, you know he's smooth out of his breaks and things like that, but in terms of the actual route running abilities, um, his shoulders come up high before his breaks. His footwork is not great on his breaks, so he's not some polished route runner with elite hands who can go up and get the ball and yak. Like, yeah, yak. Yeah, really good athletic ability, but he's not Kyle Pitts. But at the same time, he's a raw route runner. He doesn't go up and get the ball. And then I think his hands are are average, um, in in my opinion. I don't think his hands are are great. So uh in terms of him at 10, you know, for a team who has a tight end or two, uh, if you're a team who's lacking, you know, a, a starting tight end and you can maybe take a shot at him, sure. Do I think that I or do I want to take him when you have Conklin and Rucker in your room? Absolutely not. That's where I'm at right now. So being bold right off the jump 12 12 minutes in i'm telling you my thoughts this light is so fucking bright um wow hold on let me just like can't that up or something because it looks like i'm like getting hit by the sun that's like a little bit better i guess okay let's see the chat um and again if you guys want me to go over plays i can legitimately just share my entire screen <clears throat> with you guys and then show you i probably have like six or seven maybe eight of his contested catches and it's just not not there again raw is a route runner Shoulders come up high before his breaks. There's some lack of commitment to stop steps and things like that. Um, so if you're drafting him because he's athletic and gets yak when you already have two tight ends, it's just, it's, it's not for me. Uh, and then again, uh, just to solidify kind of what I said last week or to reiterate with Fashanu, um, I, I think that two and a half games in, I'm a Latham guy over Fashanu. Um, and then I can even understand Fuaga going over over for in certain situations. So, uh, which I'm kind of glad to see that at least came out this week in in Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft in terms of like, he talks to people and apparently that's how he does a mock draft. It's not necessarily what he thinks, but it's what he's hearing from the NFL. And if the NFL is thinking he's at 13, at least I'm somewhat vindicated at least this week. A lot can change uh, in the next couple of games. You know, I could watch J.C. Latham versus Michigan and be like, dude, this guy sucks. Um, Obviously two and a half games is an extremely small sample size. and That's why I want to uh, kind of, mention that because my opinions can change. Um, if I was five, six games in, I would feel more confident in, in where I stand on, on Latham, but two and a half games in, I'm more impressed with him than I was f- with Fashano two and a half games in, two and a half games into Fuaga, I am probably in the same bucket as Fashano. Um, I'm definitely disappointed in his like lack of mobility overall um, in terms of like an open space for, in terms of Fawaga um, Fuaga in, in short areas, which, or in short areas, he's a lot more explosive. And obviously as a guard, you're going to be in more short areas and be contacted quickly, but you, you actually go on an island, some speed rushes and things like that. He's they're, they're going to be able to cross his face, even if he has good footwork and he's able to, um, and he kind of anticipates it coming his, his lack of lateral mobility concerns me um, out of, out of tackle. So I think he could be a pretty damn good guard, but you know, if the jets were to take him and then you see if he works out, you kind of flex ABT out. If it doesn't work out, again, I don't necessarily love that plan, but nonetheless, Let's get into the chat. Um, Eagle Fang says, "I think I, I think as the days go by, I think the Jets draft O line in the in the draft. No matter no matter what, but I'm not sleeping on Brock from Georgia. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not doing it. I, I'm just going to be <laughs> just straight up. And maybe I have after watching little year of Brock Bowers, but he's no Kyle Pitts. That's that's for damn sure. Like I, I watched him games with Kyle Pitts in passing. I was like, dude, this guy is a freak. Brock Bowers plays hard. He blocks hard as hell." he's fast his acceleration is legit um but he's like a wide receiver tight end hybrid a guy who could not play in line again so he's more of like a weapon but um an overhyped one in my opinion i think if he came down with more contested catches and i i I had faith um in that and then i also saw that with some really crisp route running that i'm like okay i i get it because you know he's a he's a bigger receiver but he also offers some of the flexibility with tight end like crack blocking some of those things not necessarily in line but um the route running and the and the contested catch abilities really disappointed me to be frank. You know, when I'm watching guys um, and I find myself shaking my head, I'm like, okay, that's not a good sign because it just comes natural. Like, okay, one, two, three contested catches doesn't come down. Maybe luck of the draw. Four, five, six, seven come, and I'm like, dude, the contested catches are not 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 there for me. So uh yeah, I'm not I'm not doing the the, the Brock and Georgia thing. So <clears throat> OG Blue Splitters, what's good, or whatever the kids are saying these days. Um, yeah, we got some OGs, which by the way, I appreciate you guys. I kind of bitched about being at 8.97, and I'm now at 8.99. So I'm like within 10 or so from getting to 9,000. And the push out is on to 10. The push is on to 10. Hopefully, the draft can help me out with that. Um, or maybe not, because people are going to be like, oh, I, I love Brock Bowers from Highlights. I'm going to click off of this, downvote, unsubscribe. Potentially, that should happen. But keep uh, going up in the chat. Uh, I'm curious about the mid-late round quarterbacks in this draft. Yeah, I don't uh, – again, I don't know um, about the quarterbacks. And even, even with the quarterbacks, like I'm willing to draft a guy in, in, in maybe the fourth round. I'd prefer like fifth or seventh. I think the Jets don't have a sixth or they don't have – I, I forget what picks. Don't, maybe the sixth, they don't have a sixth. Um, I don't want to take a quarterback in the third round. I think in the third round on this team, you might be able to still find an impact player. Let's say they do draft. Let's just say it is Fashano at 10. Um, if you are to add – Let's just live in fairytale land here, and we get like no, nothing too crazy. We get Calvin Ridley. Do I think they can add a third round receiver who could usurp or or be better than a Alan Lazard in the third round? I do. Do I think you can sort of you you can draft a running back there who would actually make a legitimate impact in the third round? I do. Do I think you can draft maybe a safety there with legitimate impact? I do. A D tackle, I do. Uh, so do I want a quarterback that early? No, I'm gonna say third round probably off the table for me unless it's a guy like really falls. Fourth round, I consider it, but I consider it more like fifth round, because even the fourth round, you can find some some players who are going to contribute, um, obviously dependent, you know, variance upon GM to GM uh, in terms of how much faith you have in them. But nonetheless, uh, we need to hear about Fashanu versus Fuaga. Yeah, I talked about it a little bit. Uh, again, I, I think Fashanu. I'm not even saying he's a bad prospect, so I don't want people to put it out there like, oh, Blue, it thinks he's a terrible prospect. That's not it. I'm saying he does not deserve the hype that he was getting um, in terms of like top 10 lock no way he's gonna to fall to the jets because i said it last week if i just had it in a vacuum right like last week that he's on the board you can take him i'm not signing the dotted line for that right now i'm not so <clears throat> uh hey joe any work on receivers yet yeah i did odunze um i might do neighbors again a little bit odunze i i'm really interested i'm gonna go back after this stream i'm gonna watch probably i'm gonna finish that game of latham or, or latham and then I'm going to watch another game of the as well. Cause I'm only two games in um, really good body control. Uh, he's more smooth than, than fast. I, you know, I, I saw some people saying that he's, he's a deep threat. I don't think he's a, I think he's a deep threat if you're talking about, okay, he's, he's pretty smooth and he can win contested catch, like contested catch situations. But if you think he's running a four, three, you're wrong. Um, I, I would imagine he's in the mid four, fours, maybe high, high four, fours, even low four fives. But uh again he's pretty he's pretty smooth he's able to catch balls outside of his frame i think his catching ability or his is uh his catching technique's actually really good um he runs hard for yak i think he sets up his catches pretty well in terms of yak <clears throat> you know back breaking route okay the the db is 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 breaking on an inside angle um but he's a little bit high okay i'm gonna cut to the inside but kind of jab him outside first so he kind of falls for it and hit, hit back to the inside so i like his yak ability i like his his ability to catch the ball, um, outside of his frame, his jump ball ability. He has some. He had two drops in his second game that were that were uh, focus drops, wide open. Um, uh, he tried to catch it with his body. One and the other one, he looked to run before he caught the ball. Uh, I'm a little bit indifferent on him. I think he may be worth a ten pick, but again, I'm not solidified in that. I still want to see a lot more from. Odunze. Uh, I want to see more. And, and this is kind of goes with Bowers too. I want to see Odunze separate more than he has. I want to see him in more press situations uh, that I want to evaluate his press situations. <clears throat> and same thing with Bowers. I saw little to no press reps against him, which will happen in the NFL. He will get pressed. And I didn't see it a lot of Georgia. So it's a thing that you know you have to put in your evaluation, something you don't know about. You know, If I don't see the press, him verse press, I don't know how he is verse press. Um, I think he's good at like secondary releases in terms of in secondary releases. Okay. You know, he's not impressed, but he's like five to 10 yards off. That's more of a secondary release. I think he's good in those situations, but press for secondary releases are completely different things. So um, that's a question for Bowers with me as well. But yeah, I watched, I watched um, a doon and then i watched neighbors a little bit. If I watch him and he's like a stud right off the bat, I'm like, okay, he's definitely better than a I probably won't continue to watch him. Maybe I'll do like a short review three or four games on him. Um, and then past that, right. It's, it's, there's really nobody like it, everything I've heard about Coleman is he's not going to be worth the 10th pick. So I think I'm going to add, um, alt just in case, maybe do a shorter one on alt I might do a shorter one on neighbors. And I think the guy I'm going to add to the list that I've done is, uh, is, uh, Mims and then past that you'll have a lot of those reviews that will come out before the draft. I'll be prepping them in the next you know month or so. Um, and then past that, I'm going to do, what seven reviews of Jets players I say I was going to do? I, I forget. I, I, I messaged it all. I'm going to also do uh, Tony Adams because we got to know what he is at free safety and how confident we feel on that. I want to do Will McDonald probably before free agency hits just because, you know, how, how impressive was he in his limited reps. I want to do JJ. I'm going to do Quincy. I'm going to do Garrett Wilson, Sauce, and maybe Conklin are some of the players I'm going to do. So you can look forward to those probably. I'll start prepping now. but probably do releasing them in the summer. So okay, rambling a lot. Let's uh, let's keep going. In uh, how does Bowers look? You know, I'm just gonna do. Uh, fuck it. I'm we're just gonna go. I am not. Um, this is not me um, breaking it down because I really I'm not I'm not doing that right now. My head actually I'm, I'm a little bit under the weather, not really. But let's see. I'm going to share my entire screen with you guys, and I'm not gonna even break it down. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pull up. Which by the way, here you can see some of the stuff I'm working on. Um, with some of these guys, which my notes aren't necessarily done um, with, all, with all of these. So, But nonetheless, um, let me pull up some of the Bowers plays I was talking about. And I'm, again, I'm not going to necessarily – I'm not going to even break it down. I'm just going to pull up. I want to pull up stuff. Bad tracking. Oh, yeah, that's another thing that, that's a, that that I was a little bit concerned about with Bowers is his tracking the ball. When he's opening the seam or he's open vertically, he looks back for the ball and he slows down quite a bit, and he, he missed at least one or two passes because he gears down when he's tracking the ball. So uh, stiff arm, pull himself through, stack, bam. Okay, no contested. Let's see. No contested. Uh, we have him. And, again, evaluate for yourself. I'm not going to breaking it down now. I'm going to do the entire breakdown in an actual film breakdown show. I'm just showing you guys evidence because the, the, the bad thing about it is you read scouting reports, you look at highlight films. Highlight films are never going to show miscontested catches. He's on the bottom right here. Okay. There's one. Another one. Let's watch uh he's top slot right there or in, or yeah he's he's in a slot right here i believe yeah he's in a slot right there let's watch another contested catch dropped it okay uh lack tracking well that's that's the thing i was talking about um there there's another thing i don't like about it, and i saw this at least once or twice with him and this is something that you'll get yelled at in high school for if two hands are available, go up with two hands. If, if you only can have one hand, it's a great catch. Awesome. When two, when two hands are available, we need to go up with two. Um, He's in the slot right here to the bottom. This is, this is a This is one of the ones that I saw that was like, thought it was a little bit lucky. You know, yeah. Can you replicate this every time you're throwing to your back shoulder and reach out with one hand and snag it like that? You know, sure. Maybe you can, I I wouldn't necessarily bank on it. So, okay. That's, that's cool one. Um, let me go to some of the other contested. This one I said it was either contested or he was either either one he couldn't get his other hand up because he's being passed interfered with, or two he was able to, he was able to get it up but he didn't go for it. That's another one contested. Okay, wasn't able to bring it in. All right, uh, let's go with another one not in line. Let's just watch what this one is. He's in line right here uh, to the left side of your screen. Okay. So do we want him there in the NFL level? Probably not at this point, and there's more of that in here, I'm sure. Block effort, no contested. Okay, let's watch another one, no contested. So there's probably like actually four or five I actually have in here, right? Maybe, maybe it's six. Uh, he's in the backfield right here. He's in the back uh, backfield. Wheel. Another one, no contested. So, you know, you have a guy who... Troubles at that. And I'm obviously saying like some of the plays were good plays by the defenders, etc. But um just just to, you know trying to trying to prove my point a little bit. So let me get back to the chat after I showed that just because I wanted to kind of maybe maybe show it before we really start to talk about it. Uh, Rob D says, uh what's up, guys? Biggest advice I have uh, that people never follow. If two players on different tiers, take the better player. If two players are on the same tier, take position. Um, yeah, you want to like draft the best best player available out of position of need. That's kind of what, what I go at. Um and like you said, like now the Jets might force themselves into a hole here if in terms of the the draft, because let's say you do sign two tackles, right? Whoever they may be. Let's say you get lucky enough you sign Tyron Smith. The other tackles on a window. Holy shit, the Jets just got Tyron Smith in a window. Awesome. Um, let's say that they have Fashanu at an A minus, but they have a Dunze at at a B do you take the a minus and, and and he's a backup this year or do you take the b you know the b the, or the b to b plus so it kind of depends on the situation but anyway jet superfan what's up joe i think we need to fix the o-line in free agency and draft the best offensive player at 10 or trade down thoughts um yeah it's just dependent on can you fix the offensive line in free agency i think that's obviously the, the plan is you want to go into the draft with the most flexibility and fix it and fixing the offensive line um in free agency is your way to do that but is that realistic? You know, you're looking at Owenu as probably one of the better tackles available. Jonah Williams, one of the better tackles available. Tyron Smith, but he's been playing about, what, 10, uh, 10 games per, like, last three seasons. So do you want to add another injured-type guy to a team who's already facing a ton of injuries? I don't know. Um, with that being said, if you can do that, then, yeah, great. Take the best player. Take freaking take Fuaga you know, and, and cut, and cut Lake and Tomlinson, you know, and put him at left guard or, or right guard and, and move ABT back to the left guard or whatever it may be. Um, but it's really dependent on free agency. I think the plan is to obviously do that, but I think it's a little bit easier said than done. Uh, so we'll see, we'll see what happens. I'm hoping they add at least one, you know, mid tier, you know, tackle. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, you have to like for over Neil, at least. Oh yeah. 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 No, no. And what I'm telling you, Dan, uh, uh, Daniel is like Neil that year. Like, realistically, I wouldn't have – I probably would have drafted him, like, the third or fourth round. Like, really. Like, I'm not even kidding. That's not not me just saying that because now he sucks and I can dunk on people, Dunk on him. Like, I put up threads on Twitter. I'm like, I don't get it at all with this guy. Um, Fashano has some of the same – So, one of my problems with Fashano, too, is he doesn't have that nasty. And when when offensive linemen don't have the nasty, it really kind of turns me off. But there's some times where he could have finished guys where guys are at his feet and he just doesn't do it. Um, His run blocking needs a lot of work. Uh, if you're talking about a zone play, him one-on-one with a D end, I'm not very confident in that situation. If we are talking about like more angle blocking where he can get advantageous angles and work with guys on combos and things like that, um, I'm more, I think he fits better in that system as of now, but you see a lot of him stalling his feet, scooping from low, um, never rolling his hips, getting his chest controlled. Like I, you know, like I have plays of him um, getting stood up by by linebackers in in, the collegiate level, which is a little bit discouraging. And then on top of that, Um, on top of that, you know, actually, I don't know what I was going to say, but if he's getting stood up versus linebackers and, and, oh yeah, if he's getting stood up versus linebackers in the collision level, what's going to happen in the NFL. So definitely concerning in terms of the run blocking, the run blocking is pretty piss poor. I'm not going to say it's as bad as Neal's was, but it's still not great. Um, and then, uh, there's, I was, I, I remember the point I was going to bring up again. I fucking, I, I I forgot with Fashano, um. Yeah, I for I forgot it. It left me. It'll 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 come back in terms of Fashano and what I was gonna say um, about him and in, and in, in his game. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the thing. Typically, like when you watch players, uh, one of the things that I really like to see, and it's like one of the check marks that I that I put down and make an actual checklist. But you want to see players dominate lesser competition. So when I watched him versus Rutgers and like some other smaller schools, I'm like, okay, I really want to see him shit on these on on these fellas, and he didn't. So that's also a red flag to me that he doesn't necessarily dominate lesser competition. So again, I, I think he's a guy who could work out eventually. Um, do I think he's gonna be a stud in year one, year two? Maybe not. Um, but again, I have to. I'm gonna go back and even watch another game or two of him that I have to have to do. And maybe I was a little bit low on him. Maybe my expectations were too high. And now that I've watched Fuaga and Latham, and I'll watch Mims, maybe my expectations um, level out. And maybe I think he is the best tackle out of those guys. I I don't think so, but we'll see. Joe would like me over 10. Yeah, yeah. Evan Neal. It's just that was a bad one. I don't. I don't get drafting in the top ten. Joe Douglas will draft best available football player last year. McDonald and, and my, uh, Mayer Mayor was next, so don't be surprised if he drafts Bowers. Yeah, I don't think Bowers is going to be necessarily the best player. I don't. I don't. You know, and I'd have to watch other. You know, ten other players and really formulate a list of of who's the best player available. But I'm not. I'm not signing the dotted line right now in terms of Bowers being a top ten guy in this draft. Um, even if the Jets, and and again, a lot of the conversation kind of stems around the fact that the Jets don't necessarily need a tight end. So he's like really kind of off the board for me. Um, if, even if they did need a tight end, like let's say they didn't have Rucker and it was just Conklin and a bunch of nobodies, I'm not even completely sold that I would take him in that situation. Uh, I don't love him as much as other people do because, you know, yak and and effort and all that stuff like like effort is translatable, but if you can't win contested catches in college and you, and, and you're, you can't necessarily block at an inline level in college. It just gets harder in the NFL. So yeah, he may develop into a good player, but I think he needs to add 10, 15 pounds um, at least. You know, two forty. Uh, in terms of being an inline blocking tight end, it's not. It's, it's just not going to happen um, right off the jump. So. Latham is getting a bad rep because of the playoff game. I watched a few of his games and he looked like a good prospect. Yeah, exactly, beloved piece. Um, that's the only thing I hear is I, I I put up like a Latham play and it's, oh, watch him versus Michigan. Oh, watch him versus Michigan. Oh, watch him versus Michigan. Okay. And, and again, this is not necessarily one for one, but is CJ Stroud, is he a bad is he a bad player because he he sucked versus the Jets or didn't have a good game versus the Jets? Like we can't take a, such a small sample size and make that. Um, make that his overall, you know, um, your overall thoughts on the player. And I know that the last play of the game he got blown up, and I'll watch exactly why. It it looked like a little bit of – he was a little bit passive on that play. I wanted to see him take the fight a little bit more to that DN, but I'll actually get into the tape and and really, really break it down. Um, But one game doesn't make a guy, you know. Uh, Again, C.J. Shroud then sucks because the Jets game, he was not good, and they they didn't produce anything on offense, you know. Uh, Mahomes wasn't great versus the Jets. He sucks now. Okay, like it's it's just stupid to do that. So I, I'm glad you brought that up because it's very dumb. Uh, that's the only thing you hear about Latham is, oh, oh, Michigan, oh, Michigan, oh, Michigan. Okay, well, what about the other 10 games of the season? What about, um, you know, the games I watch? The games I watch so far are uh, Middle Tennessee, Texas, and I'm on South Florida. I have Old Miss, Mississippi State, Texas A&M, Arkansas, Tennessee, LSU, Kentucky, Chattanooga, Auburn, Georgia, and Michigan to still watch. So my opinion can completely change. I can say this guy sucks. Right now, again, I'm more impressed with him than I am with Fashano early on. Uh, how do we feel about our DC going to be one of the coaches in the combine? Uh, says Eagle thing. It's a good thing, right? It's, it's never a bad thing. It's, it gets some exposure um, in terms of just working with other coaching staffs, making a few more connections. And then obviously it's, it's, it's beneficial. Like the Jets had their Studley 2022 draft, which might go down as legitimately the best draft of all time. Um, and uh you get you get to know the players better you know you could interview these guys and you could watch your tape but there's nothing like practicing these guys the, with these guys for a week you get to see who they really are you know uh it, it's hard to hide who you are in a week of practice especially if you're if you're going through the dog days uh so i think it's great i think it's great last time we we, we drafted some good players so um i don't know joe i think fashana reminds me of Rashawn slater chargers but why like why? It's it's like again like I think that's relatively easy to say, but why exactly? Um, one of my things with with Fashano too is like his his typically what he does is he'll he'll if he, obviously he's the left tackle he throws his right hand and his and his right hand ends up being like a really soft punch and he and he just tries to kind of tap you with it and then he catches you with his left hand so it's, it looks really nice like tap with the right catch with the left. The problem was a, t- a few times on film guys would time the the right to the left. And then his chest would be open, and then people would bull rush and shit at him, and he'd end up on his ass. So he has a really good pass set that should be his go-to pass set. But I also want to see more outside punches. I want to see just more strong inside punches, and kind of like a, instead of like a field out inside punch, um, I, I want to see you, you know more variety to that pass set because yeah, he has like his his go-to. Um, but if you only have one go-to in the NFL level, you're gonna get shit on. Um, and I saw too much. Of him doing the same thing, and then some guys taking advantage of it. If you could time that inside punch, swipe that, and then take his chest when he's trying to catch you with his left, because his left's not coming from a strong angle. It's not coming into the outer pack. It's not. It's not. It's not at a you know strong elbow angle. It's more. It's more of like a half moon punch to so like a scoop, and it's not very strong. So he catches guys more than he like dictates. And if you're catching versus dictating at the NFL level, again, it might not always work out, especially when you're lacking strength. Um, just from college to NFL, everybody in general, minus guys like, you know, Fuaga and, and Latham and Beckton and those type of freaks who come in. But who's uh, not going to be some physically dominant player in terms of his physicality and his strength versus NFL lineman or uh, NFL D lineman at this point. He has to build up his strength at this point. So um, Rob D says could help getting a day three D or linebacker. Hey, uh, you could see a day two D tackle realistically because the Jets, you know, we're assuming that they're going to address – um, you know, tackle, tackle, and uh, receiver early on in the draft and early on in free agency, your next biggest needs are starting strong safety, defensive tackle, running back two, you know. So I can easily see the Jets taking a de- – not even a day three defensive tackle. I can see them taking a round three defensive tackle, a uh, round four safety. Like, that's possible. Um, uh, And then, like I said, I think they also do, though. I think those are probably, like, the, the biggest, like, secondary needs the Jets have, right, are I would say safety. Strong safety, probably number one. I would probably say number two is defensive tackle next to next to Q. You need another guy in there. I'm hoping it's Quentin Jefferson. Then you sign some run stuffer. Um, but right now that's a pretty big hole uh, next to Quentin Williams. And then past that, you need a running back too um on the Jets. So those are probably like the third, fourth, and fifth needs on the Jets. Um, and then obviously one and two being being offensive line and, and receiver. So oh, by the way, too. Um Maybe I gotta change like the the input or whatever, but I changed some shit around my camera. Ryan helped me, and all uh, things on cut out now. I think the picture might look a little different. I don't know. It's like very bright in here. I look like I'm albino. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I oh, yeah, It's 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 winter, so I'm not going outside a lot. Rufka's <clears throat> uh, article was good. Yeah, she referenced me a little bit in there. I didn't know. I didn't necessarily know it was me quoted. Like I just for the people of the website, Rivka, Nanya, Sabo, um, you know, like I'll message Ryan, I'll message Scott. Like I'll give them some of my thoughts on, on draft prospects. I didn't necessarily know this. going to into an article, but nonetheless uh, souped up Mike Gusecki when I went out there on our website, which is, if I, I, you know, is that the best comparison? That was kind of more like a, a passive comparison, but similar kind of feel like a guy who he's more willing to block than Gusecki. He probably is better yak than Gusecki. Gusecki might actually be better. Than him in terms of contested catches at this point, even though, you know, truthfully, I don't remember how good he was in gets, uh, catch situations. But Bowers is not good at that point right now. So defensive tackle at 10. Yeah. Uh, shit, you're late. Yeah, shit, you're late. I got to change. Hold on. This I might cut out for a second. my wi-fi is being sketchy i changed it from my wi-fi extenders to my wi-fi then it starts not to work so i'm on my wi-fi extenders right now so um wi-fi is one of the harder things to figure out it's just a pain in the ass i gotta get like a hardwired connection or something like that um okay although fushano at 10 uh nope i'm not signing the dial i can't click on your guys chats right now so something's going wrong with my side of this okay hold on i'm gonna i might be back in a second Okay, should be good now. Hold on, see if I can. Okay, I pull up chats. I, it wasn't letting me pull up chats for a second, so I screwed up something on my computer. Um, I'm not the best with technology as we know, so let me go back up to the top. Oh, Sean on a ten. Yeah, I did that. You're coming in very grainy. Hmm. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta play around with the inputs and stuff like that. But I, I can see like the little dots and stuff behind me. Uh, Sober Joe looks younger. I don't. <laughs> kind of. I, I feel like. I come on here probably like once or twice a year and like have some beers with you guys, but nonetheless, you know, it's not really, it's not, it's not a lot. And, uh, January is a completely sober month for me, nonetheless. So good evening. Good evening to you, Meatball Parm. Uh, uniform changes look like it's coming. Uh, the current jerseys are heavily discounted in the shops right now. Yeah. I saw that. I think NYJ Matt maybe put that out there that the jerseys were, um, were for sale. Uh, the regular jerseys. I think it's, 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 all but written or it's all but just out there that the jets are going to go back to the, to the retros, uh, the white, the green. And I think they do some type of alternate black with those because, you know, it seems like fans like the blacks. So if you could have the throwbacks with some type of black incorporated with it, maybe even just make it straight black. Like I, that'd be pretty cool. So I'm excited. Camera looks horrible. Yeah. Let me, um, let me see real quick. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to play with my settings a little bit on my side. Uh, full definition. If I go high definition, maybe it looks better. It's a little bit lower quality though. It still looks like it's grainy. Standard definition. Still grainy, right? I can touch up my appearance and make make me look like I'm like a. No, I don't know. Yeah, I got I got to play around, with it, guys. I, I've uh, I've I've played around a little bit with the camera and stuff, but I gotta uh, I gotta figure it out clearly. So I'm coming in grainy, but as long as you can hear me, it's it's all good. You don't really need to look at much. Uh I've heard some people compare Fuaga to Sewell, Wirfs, and Darnell Wright. Do you agree with this comparison? I don't. Um, I think Sewell was a guy who was supposed to be a tackle. I think Worfs was a guy who is a lot more athletic than Fuaga ever is. Um, Wirfs was considered to potentially be a guard because of I believe arm length, right? Not ne- not necessarily uh lack of athleticism because Worfs is actually very athletic. Fuaga is a monster. Uh if he's down blocking you you're 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 kind of fucked um he's super super strong so him and Werfs are definitely different in terms of prospects because Werfs is much more athletic than than Fuaga in terms of his movement ability um and then Darnell Wright was you know a he was a, he was a he's a more of like a complotting tackle Darnell Wright is closer to Latham than he is to Fuaga to me so I don't know I don't agree with those um and in general I hate player comparisons I really do because I don't think any player is a good comparison for another one it just it, I don't see them ever as viable. I don't um, draft Bowers. Period. If we get a wide wide receiver, yeah, I'm not. But because of why? Because of because of Yak? Because that's the only thing I saw in terms of like weapons. I was like, holy shit! Like that's really really important. You know, or that was really really impressive because he's not a great route runner at this point. Yeah, he's he's fast, but cool. He's fast. So the route running, contested catchability, and the catching ability in general are not necessarily up to snuff. So I don't think he's some studly weapon um, at, at this point, you know, and I'll watch neighbors and I'll watch a Dunze, uh, but I might even have a Dunze over him. So we'll see in terms of for the jets. There, there's there's differences between jets, big board and my big board. So we'll see. Um, Harlan says, okay, got here closer to the start. Blew it splits. What's up Harlan? Um, Eagle Fang says, I like Kincaid over Meyer last year. Also, I also like Flowers and Gibbs and all our major players, their teams, what, what I was wrong with was JSN. The thing, the thing about it is with a lot of player evaluations, like it's so, you know, part of it's the player, actual player evaluation, but part of it's how they're used, part of it's where they go, part of it's how the coaching staff develops them. So um, it's not and like you see Sam Darnold, you know, in the in the rookie class with, with Josh Allen, with, with Lamar Jackson with, you know, whoever else, um, I'm blanking on who else was, 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 there's, there's another, one. Baker Mayfield, you know, there, there's some players in there who, who obviously worked out or, yeah Josh Allen, Lamar, and there's another one I might be missing. Um, but let's say Sam Donald went to the bills, Sam Donald went to the Ravens. Is he the same player? Probably not. You know, so it, it fit and the team you go to in their development, it's also a large part of it as well. So, um, yeah, GD has been known to find good players in the fourth, fifth, and sixth rounds. Um, yeah, I, I would say it's he's like he's 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 solid in, in the mid rounds, solid. I'm not gonna say he's a stud or anything like that yet, but um I heard a dunze ran ran in the low. Yeah, I, I I doubt that. I really do. Um yeah, I doubt that. I don't I would I would say low four fours to mid four fours. If I had to guess, I'm gonna say like a four, four, five. Nah, yeah, four, four, four <clears throat> right now. Sometimes it's hard to tell on tape. Um, but low four threes, I don't see that at all. I don't see that at all. It was fun watching McCole Harbin not catch a bomb from Mahomes last week. <clears throat> I'm excited for the playoff football this week. Uh, I don't know who you guys are rooting for. I was rooting for <clears throat> the Lions. Hold on. <clears throat> I was rooting for the Lions, but it seems like they're a little bit too cocky for my liking. Um, so I'm rooting for the Texans and the Lions, I guess, in, in the NFC, but they're starting to talk a little bit too much for me for guys who haven't been there like ever nonetheless i'm still hoping for lions texan super bowl do i think it's it's obviously it's probably not going to be that i would say if i had to guess now it's probably be ravens niners um but either way there's some good football this week even you know the bucks the bucks uh the bucks and the lion's game right now you have baker mayfield coming out there uh, i think gardner johnson was saying something about you know them not being good whatever he was saying gardner johnson always always yaps a lot um, and then Baker was like, "Yeah, he mentioned you know a player who we haven't played who hasn't played since like week five, so he better like turn on the tape." So um, it's gonna be an interesting game. You know, I might like the Bucks have their championships and stuff, but Baker's like I didn't like him coming out at all with Cleveland or anything like that. But like his arc, like his his redemption arc is kind of appealing to me a little bit. I find myself rooting for them a little bit at times. Um, and with the Lions being a little bit maybe over their skis in terms of cockiness, I'm kind of indifferent to that game. Whoever wins, it wins it. But we'll see. Uh, okay. Let's see. Um, uh, did you see Dalvin cooks? I did not. I I couldn't, I couldn't care. I couldn't care less about what Dalvin cook says, even though I would, I guess I would like to know if he's a like shit in the jets coaches and things like that, but he's a scrub man. He's just so bad. He's just so bad. Robbie, uh, Joe. So right now you take a doomsday over Latham or are they, um, uh, right now you would take a doomsday. No, 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 If, if you think that's what I was saying, no, uh, I'm thinking again, Two games in, I will preface it two games into each. I'm taking Latham over to D- Odunze right now. Um, I'm saying Odunze may be in consideration. I didn't watch him and was like, No way, he's he's picked 10. But I also didn't watch him and say, Oh, yeah, he's a slam dunk at 10. Uh, two games in, I don't feel like I have enough to really talk about Odunze intelligently enough in terms of like where I think he falls. Um, in my final, you know, rankings and thoughts on him. Um, I'll, I'll probably. You know, in terms of like the guys I've done in prior, in, in prior years, I would have Garrett Wilson higher than him. Garrett Wilson's just much better of an athlete, much more explosive. Um, Drake London I would have over a even just a few games in. Drake London was pretty apparent right away for me that I, that I like the player. Um, but it depends on the class. You know, It depends on the class, and I still have some guys to watch. But right now, gun to my head, it's late them over a Uh Come on, people, there are 58 watchers and only 13 likes. Yeah, yeah, get, 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 me, get me 10 more. Get me 10 more by the end of this. That'd be nice, even though, I don't know, we're gonna like text your mom to 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 subscribe, but yeah, getting to nine would be nice. Um 10's the tens, the ten's the big goal, but uh nine is nice because I've been floating on like eight, nine for forever at this point. Um Wild Wave, the more date the more the days go by, the more it looks like the Jets are taking a weapon at ten. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't based on like what, because neighbors is probably gone, right? And then if you're talking about weapon, Odunze, Bowers, I don't think either are slam dunk picks at 10 at this point. Um, I would take Latham over both of those, again, early into it, because I want to be, oh, Joe loves him. And he's, you know, he's a, he, he said he's a top five guy. That's not what I'm saying. Right now, early, I'm taking Latham over those guys. Um, and then past that, I might even take, if, if you, if, hey, no other knowledge about what happens in free agency, what happens, you know, rest of the draft, whatever. Fuago versus Bowers. Who are you taking at, at 10? Fuaga. Give me Fuaga. Give me Fuaga. I'm not taking Paris. I, I it's just it's just not for me. I'm not saying he's not gonna be a good player. I think he could be a really good player, but I think he needs to develop and to to if you if you're comparing him to you know Travis Kelsey in terms of route running and he's a George Kittle in terms of Yak and he can not test a cat, it's just not what he is at this point. He's more of like a he's a more of like a big receiver who's willing to get nasty in the run game, who's raw at route running. It's kind of what I see right now in, in him. But he's really good with yak. Really, really good with yak. Again, different at the NFL level. They tackle a little bit differently at the NFL level. So, how much, ta- how many tackles do you squirt out of at this level? Uh, I don't know. With that example, take the B. <laughs> I think the Jets would prefer going the veteran route to protect Rogers and free so Yeah, sure. Again, but there's 31 other teams vying for these guys' services, and when do Tyrone Smith uh Jonah Jonah Williams are going to be the top three guys or probably the top three guys maybe there's another guy in that camp. maybe it's maybe Trent Brown or whatever um but there's 31 other teams there's plenty of other teams with less state taxes than the Jets there's other teams with no state taxes there are teams with uh offensive line coaches who people like you know uh players talk and maybe it's just a thing where hey Beckton, not necessarily the most stable of mind okay fine uh Taylor one not necessarily the most stable of mind. Okay, maybe they just hate Keith Carter. But then why is Adam Penke liking it? Why is Tristan Colon liking it? Why is Brees Hall quoting it and 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 laughing about it? So you have a, a team where it's been dysfunctional or it's been a shit show for twenty years. We're one of the most losing franchise in the last twenty years or whatever it is. We haven't made the playoffs in thirteen years. You have a coach who people hate. And you have a shit ton of taxes. Come here, you know. So yeah, I, I would love to get one of those guys. Do we get them? I'm not sure. I don't know. Nobody knows. So. I'm sure they prefer to do that. Is it going to happen? I don't know. Screen cap is extremely choppy, basically watching a slideshow. Really? Okay, I'm going to try to do something really, really quickly on my side again. I'm going to try to go into my camera settings and maybe change the way it's coming in. Uh, camera hub. Yeah, you know, I, I, again, I suck with uh, technology people, so um, let me just see if I can change it. I'm going to go... Oh, this is so stupid. So I changed it to USB transfer mode. This was not supposed to be on automatic. Maybe bulk will change. Okay. I might I might have cut out this for the stream for a second, but let me see if it if it's going to work now. Start camera. Let's see if this is better. Now it's dark, dark in here. Hold on. Hold on. Now I need the light. Okay, I don't know what just happened. Hold on a second. I'm stopping the camera. Hold on. All right, it's still freaking dark in here, but uh, we're, we're trying. We're gonna try to. We're trying to figure this out on the fly a little bit. Um, I don't know what's going on with my camera, but the one automatic went in so freaking bright, and now it's so dark. So I should be clear, but it's fucking dark as hell. All right, it's dark as hell. I, I'm gonna, I, I apologize, guys. I'm not here. You're not here for the technical aspects of the show. We're doing it from a dark ass room. Uh, okay, I think Rogers learned his lesson last year. Uh, Eagle Fang, if anything. Bowers may not be on the board when the Jets are on. That's And that's fine, honestly. Uh, I, uh, sign me up. You tell me right now, Bowers is not going to be on the board, and that's one be- uh, player who can fall to us. But uh, he's a guy, to me, who's overhyped by fans as well. I like him. I think he could be a good player with some development. But I thought I was going to be watching like Kyle Pitts-level player the way that people were talking about him, and I don't see nearly the same type of player in terms of, like, oh, my God, this guy's a freaking freak. I like, Oh, Kyle Pitts this, Kyle Pitts that. One, Arthur Smith didn't use him correctly, in my opinion, and two, I think he broke like rookie receiving records um, his his uh, his first year. So he's he's capable, and regardless of what he came became in the NFL, he was a stud prospect. Uh, I don't see Bowers in nearly the same light as a Kyle Pitts. Uh, okay, on Winfrey, and we still need a running back. Yeah, we need a running back too. Um, I don't, I don't understand how a camera setting going from automatic to bulk makes it dark in the room, but nonetheless, I guess, I guess automatically trying to lighten up the room for me, but I got, I got to figure it out. Hey, Joe. Uh, Hey jets, mess, mess, mess. At least you're not glitching. True. True. Pick not looking great. Yes. I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to, uh, to rebound from that now, it's just dark. So maybe I'm not cutting out and, and, uh, and all that shit, but here, at least let's just, uh, at least you can see the light back there. I don't know. Maybe that's better. Whatever. I hope the Jets go back to white helmets. Also, um, yeah, yeah, I would. I, I like. The, I like the white helmets as well. I, I would say, uh, or I would say, stay gold, Jets. White helmet, green, white helmet, white, white. I guess the name would be black for and black, black on black for the for the alternate. I didn't like the green helmet they had now. Um, I just didn't. But tackles with wrestling skills always seem to have good careers. That's why Worf was a no brainer. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh. Having that background, like having like the redirect ability, because there's so many times as a tackle where you're off balance and you're off balance versus a guy who's 280 pounds, 300 pounds, 320 pounds. If you have the ability to like sink into your anchor, um, get leverage, which is a lot of like a lot of what wrestling is—strong grip, strength, all that stuff. It's there's so many. So many things translate um, from wrestling to playing offensive line. Just, just recovery ability, um, sticking on blocks, things like that. So, um, guys with prior uh, wrestling experience, depth. And that light went out again. I just, it's just okay. We're doing it from the dark. Just straight dark right now. Straight, straight dark. The the, the thing I bought just freaking keeps cutting out. That shit. Um, I bought a light. It's like a green light bar from whatever the freaking website was. I get it. I turn it on. It doesn't work. So I'm getting another one of those shipped to me. So hopefully that works. That light's not working. now. I just, I don't, I don't know people. I'm trying. I'm trying bro. If a ran low four threes, he's literally re- Yeah. Again, I, I think it's more mid four, fours um, running a four, three at, at six, three is pretty ridiculous. I don't, I don't see the explosiveness again. He's more smooth than explosive. I think he could be a, a good player, a good possession guy. Um, I don't think it's like a direct comparison because I'm just being transparent. I didn't watch like a a Pittman in uh, college, but I think he's like a Pittman type of guy, Um, you know, smooth, not fast, good contested catchability, possession guy, but he's, you know, four threes. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Four, four, four at six, three. Yeah. Four, four. Yeah. Four, 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 five. Maybe I could see like high four, fours. I could see low. I, I would say anywhere between like a four, four, Four and like a four five two maybe more mid four fives but I don't, that that's about where I where I see him at and sometimes it's hard to predict again I have to watch more of him to see that but um I don't see us passing on the big three receivers if Alt isn't available Uh yeah no because. Is it like a Dunze is such a better prospect than Latham? No. Is a Dunze such a better prospect than Fuaga? No. They're kind of all like a similar type of bucket. So I wouldn't say that, you know, they, they are locks over him. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm just a floating face right now. I'm wearing a black shirt too. So I'm literally just a floating face, but it is, it is what it is. Again, I I apologize. Uh, Nowadays, percentage wise receivers are more available than tackles in the draft. If, if Fuaga, Fushano or at altar off the board, I want to trade down. Uh, No, you're taking Latham at that point. again, Latham gets a lot of hate because of the Michigan game, Kev. And I could watch again. I'm on game three right now. I could watch games because I think Michigan is probably like his his 12th or 13th game of the year. I could watch the next the next 10 games, but like, no, this guy just sucks. Like I was wrong. He sucks. The the, the, the first two and a half games they were a facade. That's not the player he really is. Um, but based on, if if he is the same player during or, or over the first two and a half games, over the next 12, but then he has one bad game against Michigan. You can't just say he's a bad player because of a one bad game versus Michigan. So um, I think Latham's being overlooked right now. And, again, right now, very, really, into it. He's my tackle, too. Um, I'll be taking him over for Sean. I'm going my head right now. Admittedly, not having a lot of – I don't have enough substance. Like, I, I need more from uh, from Latham. Uh, I got to watch a lot more to, to solidify that because he can have a lot of shittier games. Um, but to say, okay, those guys are off the board – uh don't take Latham. I don't I don't think that's that not in my mind. Not in my mind. What's more valuable for the Jets 2024 offense? i I'll, uh I'll lose pass blocking or Fawaga's run blocking. Uh pass blocking. Pass blocking. But I think I think Fashanu's pass blocking is also somewhat overrated. I, I think that he has he's he has solid he's solid in certain aspects of the pass game. But uh I think when people are talking about him they're kind of acting like he's some Absolute stud and pass pro, and that's not going to be any work in the NFL. And I completely disagree with that. I do. Uh, okay, because I really like Latham a little glad you're on my side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I'll, and I'm going to watch more. I'm going to watch more. But so, dude, he is nasty. He is nasty. Now, my one problem with with Latham is he's not the best mover. um I would say him and Beckton or like, I, I see the comparisons because they're both big. I would say Beckton was more athletic in terms of like his ability to move. I would say. Um that Latham might be a little bit stronger than than Beckton was. My problem with Latham is is he can overset. He can get beat to the inside. You can fix that because he has the ability to move inside. Like he has that short area explosion. He has good lateral movement. You just got to teach him to not overset as much as he as much as he does. Um there is times where in the contact window he can get a little bit heel clicky, which you want to uh limit because your heels are clicking, you're not, you know, you're you're off balance basically. You you want to you want to have a better base than he has at certain times. Um and then one of the other aspects is he, he's definitely grabby at times. Um, that, that is – you kind of see it in two aspects at least so far. One, when he's beat to the inside because he oversets. And then two, he tries to finish like every single play. And he'll be a little bit off balance, you know, driving a linebacker 10 yards back. And because the linebacker didn't go into the ground, you know, the linebacker may try to like escape him. And then you'll see, uh, you'll see Latham get a little bit off balance. But because he wants to finish that guy so bad, he ends up like dragging him to the ground, like by his jersey and shit like that. So if you could teach him to be a little bit less aggressive overall, both in terms of trying to finish guys to the ground, um, and then in terms of, uh, and then in terms of um, not oversetting, in terms of like aggressiveness, aggressive in the sets, then I think you'd limit a lot of the holding penalties with him. Uh, and then another point in terms of overaggressiveness, actually, I actually want to bring up was Fuaga. Uh, is a guy who, a little bit similar to Beckton in the running game, in ter- just in terms of he tries to launch guys a little bit too much for me. Um, that's something I really like about Latham, at least so far, is he stays attached to guys. He he brings his hips into the block. He rolls them, and he runs the guy with with really strong hand positioning. There's a lot of Fawaga trying to launch guys, and after he launches the guy, the guys able to reset and, and kind of work him laterally. Um so, I want to see him be less aggressive overall for Wago. Like, I like it, but turn it down 10%, 15% because he's trying to launch guys. He's ducking his head into some blocks, trying to deliver an absolute shot. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I would like the video that if the pick was good. <laughs> so now, now it's just dark in here. So, yeah, I don't get the like because of that. It's all good. We need uh, we, uh, Jets Unleashed. We need to O line more than anything. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's just all about how free agency. How, how, does, that, how does that play out? Jets unleashed. Uh, they had a quarterback that could take hits. Uh, Rodgers can't take that many hits. He's also going to help the offensive line in terms of protections, in terms of getting rid of the ball, etc. But, no, could you could you go into the year like they did last year, which we all said in, in the offseason, going into the season with the tackles I have was a fucking joke. Like, it really was. You're relying on an ta- injured tackle and an old injured tackle. That's fine. We're, we're good. We're fine. You know? I don't know. It was just a bad idea. It was really a bad idea. And that was with Rodgers, and hoping we get to the Super Bowl and win it with him. Their plan was Dwayne Brown, Mackai Becton, rookie fourth round tackle who was injured, and you know Max Mitchell, who you didn't know, you know blood clots, all that shit, and struggled um, as a starter last year. Not as as a fourth round pick, third round pick, whatever he was. I thought he was okay as a starter. He was bad in his rookie year, so you're relying on that to protect Aaron Rodgers. Good job. So yeah, they need more. Salo put Bowers in the practice squad because he. <laughs> He wouldn't like his his blocking skills. Like he's, he's a, he's a willing blocker. He's a nasty blocker, crack blocks, linebackers, safeties, all that stuff. Awesome. One on one with with a D end. It's not happening. Not right now. There's no way you actually look retro. Cool. You need lights. I know. I know I need lights. I'm sorry. I just, uh, you know what we'll do? Maybe we'll just turn on the light. There we go. Is that better? Now now there's a freaking now there's that little shine I don't know guys. I don't know. Fuck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Darkness retreat, yes. You know what? I might just yeah, fuck that. Again, you guys aren't here for the technology. I promote I'll promote my, my friend Ryan for that. Go go to Ryan's stream. We're gonna do the shit in the dark. This is this is a salute to Aaron Rodgers. Um would you draft Penix and in CBI Waters? No. Absolutely not. Why are we drafting a first-round guy to sit Rogers? Rodgers? If we don't win a Super Bowl, we got to do everything we can to win a Super Bowl. That's really all this. Um, <laughs> we got to bring back Kyle, Joe, I am, man. I am. Do you uh, do the Jets realize that Keith Carter's reputation might hinder? Um, I don't know if they have great self-awareness in general. Do they realize that? Probably not. Um, do I think it, it's 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 an aspect? I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go crazy. I wouldn't go crazy about. Uh, about like overlooking him or, or looking too much into it, like they're not going to get anybody because everybody hates him. But if if you have a guy who's buddy with Taylor, buddies with Taylor Lewan, let's say you know we don't know what relationships in the NFL. Let's say that's freaking Trent Brown. There's a guy we really want. We're going after him, but he's a good friend of Taylor Lewan. He's like, okay, you know the the Jets and the Bucks are offering me a similar contract. You know, obviously state taxes in Florida. That's that. That wasn't even purposefully, but you know, kind of similar contracts, similar money. But hey, the guy. In Tampa, I heard he's a really nice dude, and the guy in, in Jersey, he fucking he's an asshole. So I'm not going to go there. But it's it's very possible. It's possible. I will look too much into it, but it's it's there. Uh, greetings from Tok- Tokyo. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I've seen you in here before. Are you? Always, I think you're always in uh, like at least Asian countries. And I think it was Tokyo last time. Maybe it's not, but. Mm-mm-mm. Am I able to add people to this? I am not going to do that. Um, from what I'm hearing, take a grain of salt. Uh this is a weak running back class. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know. Uh Dan, I, I can't I can't I can't say I haven't watched the running backs. I haven't heard anything about the running backs, but even it's a running back, if it's like a weak running back class, are you talking about the top being weak with running backs? Are you talking about the mid rounds being weak with running backs? Are you talking about the lower rounds being uh, weak with running backs? You know, if you're talking about fourth or fifth round running backs, you should be able to find somebody there, you know, somebody there. Batman man voice. Uh, Kyle Pitts, Bowers. I remember watching Derek Sillian for the draft a few years ago. Kyle Pitts was one of the few guys that got the – yeah, dude. Kyle Pitts was dominant in college, and he was a fucking freak. Bowers is not – he's not a freak. He's a good athlete. He's a willing blocker, great yak. And yak looks awesome on highlight films. It does. But in terms of getting off with press coverage, I didn't see any of it because he barely got pressed. Route running, he comes up very, very high in his breaks. His, his, his breaks are pretty rounded at this point. And then there's no contested catches there that I, that I was impressed with. Minus like again, a really nice one-handed catch, which was most likely lucky. It's not something that's very replicatable, just snagging it in one hand unless you're Odell Beckham. So uh, there's a lot of things lacking for me to say that he's some stud guy that no matter no matter what I'm taking him at 10 because he's 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 a weapon. If he was Kyle Pitts, fuck it. Like let's take him, but he's not that. He's not that um the, uh, John John says the widespread Latham skepticism that has become fashionable among draft media is wildly overstated. He's O-Tackle 2. In my opinion, Fawaga O-Tackle 1. Yeah, um, and that's and that's just because of the sample size, right? John uh, John, John, I'm not saying it's for everybody in here, but maybe, I, you know, I, I don't want to put a percentage on it, but let's say 90% of people probably haven't watched really one snap of him. Maybe, maybe in passing they did, but I'm sure that, At least, let's even get a little lower, but I'll give the benefit of the doubt. At least half of the people's opinion of him is because they watched one game of him versus Michigan. Or even, maybe they even noticed in the entire game, but because of the last play of the game, he got blown up. Oh, now he sucks. Right? In my opinion, that's what it is. Because watching him early on, I'm like, I I like this guy. Um, But a lot can change. A lot can change. Uh, people run with the narrative from one big game, Latham would be everyone's o tackle too if you didn't play Michigan. Okay, yeah, like that's that's what I'm saying. Uh, after Beckton, I'm so reluctant in picking another big bone tackle. Yeah, I, I I get the hesitation there, Kev, but at the same time, I'm not gonna let Beckton hinder hinder me. Now, with guys who are 6'6, 360, you have to anticipate that or they at least have a higher risk of injury, and they probably are gonna always have you know, um, a harder time recovering from injury. With that being said. I'm not going to let that like okay let's say, you know Mims is my twentieth player, and Latham is my tenth. But I'm concerned about Latham's like weight issues in the NFL or or whatever it may be. I'm not going to let that like necessarily move me off of him. Um, not not at this point, especially because at the end of the day, you know you have like a oh, a year window or two year window. Um, I think Latham in some aspects, especially in the run blocking, he's pretty pro ready. Um, so let's just hope he doesn't get injured at least for two years. After two years, Rodgers is gone, probably all you know, blown up anyway, and everything gets fired, so it doesn't even matter. But yeah. I think back then, I think um I think uh what's it called? Um Latham is like 360. 360 and is like 375, so he's a little bit lighter than him. A little bit lighter. He's not as big, he's still huge. He's still huge. One thing to keep in mind with Latham's film is the developmental timeline this year. His first half of the season is inconsistent, but he displayed superb technical improvement game over game um yeah I'll, I'll watch every game every game obviously I'll watch um, I'm two and a half in so even early on I don't I don't think he was so bad in early in the year because I'm only two games in and I like him so if he gave me gets better then awesome that's that's awesome to hear if that's if that's true so wouldn't surprise me if Pat's picking offensive tackle to reduce uh, reduce the chance no no. Yedneya, who already said something like they're going to be looking into the most important position in, in, in football or an important offensive position or something like that, so they're going to take a quarterback there. I so I, I doubt that. Um, I doubt that they're going to take a tackle at three in hopes that that lessens the, the chances the Jets get to tackle seven picks later. That's not that's not going to happen. Now, did did they maybe trade up? In this draft and take a little bit less to hopefully screw the draft the Broderick Jones thing if that was even true, um, yeah I'm sure they might have done that but to take a guy at three in hopes it's that's that's a little bit big I think you're big braining it with that one, um, but you say it wouldn't surprise me yeah I don't think you actually think that but I I, I severely I severely doubt that um, I think it's gonna be a quarterback and then uh, Harrison's probably gonna go you know probably four whoever's whoever's at four maybe a team trades up to four uh, he's a from what I've seen in passing he's a, he's a stud he's a stud. So, um, Rob D, uh, the thing about Latham's Michigan game, the whole yeah, I, I gotta watch again if it's one play, okay, don't want that Beckton situation, all right, um, yeah, same thing for Beckton, that's why I still think Latham is lighter and wears it fine, yeah, uh, like I said, I think, I think he's him and Beckton are, are similar sizes. Becton was a better mover than me for Latham, but Latham might be a little bit stronger. I also like Latham in terms of his run blocking more. Um, Becton maybe had some more dominant reps. Yeah, I don't even know, dude. Latham has some fucking really impressive run blocks, and there are some times he just whoops the shit out of people. And, and, and there are some times when, like, dude, watch watch the whistle because he's still like headbutting people after the rep and stuff like that, which I love. Um, but I, I like I like Latham quite a bit early on. Good change. Hit the button. Hello, darkness. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. Again, I just, I, it's like nothing I could do, right? Like I buy a Jets light that lights up different colors. I plug it in. It fucking, it it just doesn't work. I buy a strip light on the bottom, put it there. That doesn't work anymore. Um, so what am I supposed to do? I don't know. Uh uh dano says blue fridays did you get my father she had the buzzer last week i said put it towards me holding you late and your old lady getting a shot after she after she pops by the way when she do uh wife's doing five days um so i'm hoping i'm hoping it's tonight like I, the anticipation is killing me so i'm just i'm hoping it happens i'm hoping it happens like asap but yeah she's doing five days five days max the 31st the 31st she gets induced so we'll see we'll see what happens uh, Joe, do you ever do call-ins audience guest? I might like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I might, it, it's, it's something I'm considering, especially in the drier months, you know, January, February, maybe I can, maybe I could do a thing like Ryan does, you know, Hey, you have three minutes to, to, to make your point, whatever. Um, and then you, you get dropped or something like that. I might, I might consider it. I might consider it, but uh, wild Wave, and, and I, I probably honestly uh, after the next couple of chats, I might just bounce. Unless you guys have any other questions, I'm pretty early on in the film. Unless you guys want to see some other film, whatever it may be. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay, JD has a history of choosing average, average, poor mid round running backs. We should we should have had Gabe Davis or Almiran. St- yeah, like obviously, I would have rather have had Gabe Davis or Almaron Brown over you know whoever. Uh, what Michael Carter is that, is that? Is that the draft we're talking about? Right three, four years. Um, yeah, I'd prefer, I would prefer those guys, but Michael Carter wasn't a bad player in my opinion. And then he went to Arizona and he was pretty successful with, or a relatively expert, you know, rel not not relative expectations. He was relatively successful with Arizona. We kept him for a old scrub running back in Dalvin cook. I much rather have Michael Carter on Izzy right now. And then you try to find your fourth, you know, even maybe your second guy, but I rather have Michael Carter as a part of the, the squad of four than, um, then what we have now, because again, we wanted to hold on to Dalvin cook. And that was after watching Dalvin cook suck ass for four, five, six, seven weeks when they released Michael Carter. Um, so I'm not going to say he was a miss at running back because his first year, he's actually pretty damn good. Second year, obviously struggled, but I don't, you know, I don't think he's necessarily a miss. And then is he got how many reps this year, you know, behind a really shitty offensive line. So I don't think we could say it's a history of missing on um, missing on running backs, you know, because of, because of Michael Carter and Izzy who's completely kind of unturned at this point. So um, yeah, I don't know. like there's plenty of guys, you know, I, I wish we took Tom Brady in, in the sixth round or fifth round, you know, 25 years ago, whatever it was. So uh, can Beckton be fine with better, can Beckton be fixed with better footwork? Um, Yeah. He needs, he needs, yeah. Footwork's a big part of it. Footwork's a big part of it, but it's, I think it's easier said than done because like fifty. 60 percent of of playing tackle is uh, is footwork. So you know, uh, probably my my one and only because I'm in the dark right now, and people people hate that are not liking it because I'm in the dark. Again, I apologize. There's really nothing I could do about electricity not working on the jump. But I appreciate the super chat. Uh, uh, Daniel Murphy put the little its first. Jets. So he has them. No, he has them. You know, he has them. They're they're all in the closet. Uh, he has. I still have I still have these in here because I haven't taken them out yet, but I still have the the, the oh I still have the Jets socks that that were made for me, hand hand stitched for me. Uh, there's plenty of Jets onesies, but another one? Okay, We'll we'll put it towards it. We'll put it towards it. But uh yeah, I'm pumped. I'm pumped up for, for the kid to arrive. Um, have you considered reviewing any of the off-the-wall candidates like Texas D? No, 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 no. I can't. Cause if I even review that, people are gonna like hate me. Um I just – I don't think it's very realistic that they take a defensive tackle. <laughs> at 10, if they did, that would just be beyond bad, beyond bad at this point. Um, so it, it most likely will not happen. So I don't think there's much point of me putting my time into a guy who I see as probably like a, a 2% chance that the Jets – that the Jets draft. So um, my time would be dedicated to, again, the guys I mentioned before, uh, Bowers, Latham, Fuaga, Adunze, Neighbors. Alts, mims, I think are probably going to be. Uh, that's that's probably what what it's going to be uh, at the end of the day. Those are the only guys I'm going to get to. Um, and then after the draft, I'm obviously going to watch everybody and then have like full blown reports and and uh, and reviews for you guys. Um, but I'm also going to try to get some player reviews done too because you know before free agency, maybe Will Mc- and i do there's anything that Will McDonald's going to do on film to impress us enough to to not care about Bryce Huff leaving. Which if you listen to some of his comments. You know, it doesn't sound like he's he's like – he had opportunity maybe to praise the Jets a little bit um in the last few weeks. But you listen to his interviews, he's kind of like, yeah, like I owe to my family. I want the money. And he's always talked like that listening to his interviews. He's not the most enthusiastic guy, so I wouldn't necessarily look so much into it. Um, But if I had to guess that Huff's probably not on the team. But nonetheless, there's – I don't think we're going to see enough from McDonald in a limited sample size to say, okay, you know, um, we're comfortable getting rid of Huff. Um, Again, i rather have Huff than JFM. So if Huff is comfortable, you know, he wants a $17, $18 million contract and you can get rid of JFM's, you know, $14, $15 million, you trade him for, you know, a mid-round pick and then you keep Huff. I'm taking, I'm taking Huff over over JFM because, you know, uh, I, I think you can kind of supplement the, the, the edge. You can, you can, one, you can get an edge defender for little to no money. Um, in free agency if you really want another guy to be able to set the, the edge in, let's say, short yarder situations. But you have J.J., who's good in the run game. I think Huff can, is at least okay in the run game. Uh, you have Michael Clemens, who if he loses some size and, he, and just plays strictly at the tackle, which I think he did most of the year anyway. Um, I could be wrong on that because I didn't necessarily focus on him. But if you, if you make him lose some weight, I think he's a fine enough edge setter. Uh, I will be a little bit concerned about the run defense because it, we struggled in general last year, even with J.F.M. and J.J., In terms of run defense, but again, pass rushes King, you know, he had 10 and a half sacks this year in a season where we had little to no leads, if any leads at all. And plenty of the games were getting blown out in, which, by the way, just like talking about um, the Jets and the coaching staff, like you heard some quotes, like they fought, you know, they never gave up all this shit. It's like they got blown the fuck out versus Miami. They got blown out versus Cleveland. They got blown out versus the Bills. They're like, how many games do you get blown out this year? You know, so like was not so close? Like, you know, I think the players did give up. That Cleveland game, it looked like they gave up. Again, we had a few beverages together. At least I had beverages on stream. Uh it looks like they gave up in that game at, at certain aspects and they're making some business decisions. So um yeah. Yeah. Socks fire. Uh but yeah, with 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 Huff, it's it's gonna be interesting. That's that's the that's that's a huge talking point. So I want to review McDonald and see, you know, could we have, should we have faith in him going forward next year? In my opinion, again, watching, not necessarily passively, because I watched all the reps, but uh, I'm not laser focused on him, but he was impressive in in his limited sample size this year. So watch him, watch the guys like Tony Adams, those are the guys who are a little bit more unknown. And then you start doing the, the players who are a little bit more hyped up. Uh, the, the, uh You know JJs, the sauces, the Garrett Wilsons, the whoever's the fucking devil's already down. Devil's been sucking ass recently. Not not ideal. Um, okay, some fun uh, interior defensive line targets for that for that third round pick potentially. Murphy is a beast, though. Daniel, you are right. He's probably going. So I'm I'm automatically assuming, um, Dan, that he is a guy who is a first. I believe he's the first overall defensive tackle. Right? I could be wrong. I believe that's his name, but I know there's at least one tackle who's going to be drafted that high, and I, I thought that was his name. If not, if he's like a third round guy, you're talking about, um, maybe I'm just mistaken the name. Um, then maybe you look into him, but I'm pretty sure that's a guy who's like a, a top of the first round guy, right? And like, unless I'm mistaken. So, if they draft a defensive tackle, I would legitimately lose my shit because then you're pouring like fucking uh, like a million dollars and three first round draft picks into the into the uh, into the offensive uh, defensive line. We cannot we cannot do that too much. Kev as for Beckton and Lakin, I don't think we can get rid of both. I'd cut Lakin post June 1st. Well, Beckton is not necessarily a guy you're getting rid of because he's he's a free agent at this point. So um it's 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 about re signing him. And with that being said, if you don't think you can get rid of both of them, like what is the price? Like legitimately asking, what's the price that you're willing to sign Beckton for? Like what is your what is your cap on Beckton? Because if you can get him back for, you know, three, four million dollars, again, I, I think that's for some people, like oh, they might say a million or two. Maybe he was injured. You know, obviously he played in in what 16 out of 17 or yeah, 16 out of 17 games. So um he was better in the beginning part of the year. I still thought like he was overrated in the beginning part of the year, but I think he was probably injured and fighting some type of like, battling some type of injury later on in the season, and maybe that's why he was so bad. Um, would I like him to be a swing tackle? Would I like him at three or four million dollars over quarter worn and Max Mitchell as backups. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would. So if you can get him to be like a backup swing tackle, I'm okay with that, but uh, I'm not relying on him to be a starter. If you sign him, it's to be a backup. Uh, and as far as Lakin, you could cut Lakin post June 1st, or you could designate him post June 1st, I believe um, where you can get like, it's $10 million back um, at least this season, post June 1st. So can you find a, and even if it's eight, let's just say it's eight to be careful. Cause I always, I'm, I just, I'm terrible with remembering contracts and stuff like that. Um, can you find a better guard in free agency for eight million dollars? In my opinion, you can because he is well below average. Start of the season, he was okay, uh, but midpoint of the season, the end of the season, he showed that he was the same old shitty Lakey Thompson. He was, and people were like, oh well, you can't blame the Jets, you know, for um, for the signing because he was great with the Niners. Not true. Not true. The, the reviews out there, um, watching him after the nine uh, with the Niners, like uh, this is not worth sixteen million dollars a year. Not. I thought he was like average. Um, maybe a little bit above average at best, but to think he's like some pro Bowl stud with the Niners, it's just, it's just inherently false. Uh, you're going to get paternity leave. Yeah. I, I don't get paternity leave necessarily, but I get like sick days. So I'm taking a month off. Um, and in that month I'm going to get a lot of film done, even though I'm already, I'm already getting, I'm already getting, uh, a lot done, but that, that month I'm gonna get a lot of, a lot of work done. Uh, Blue in his panic room. Yeah, no, Kayuka. The I bought again. I bought a strip light behind me that cut out after like three or four uses. And I bought a jet sign that apparently is now has a loose wire and it'll turn on for five minutes and then just not work again. So uh, shitty investment there. I might just buy the green light that lights up the entire room and that be the end of it because I try to get fancy and it uh and it sucks. Okay, uh, Dan. I'm just gonna call you. Uh, I always see Daniel and I always want to call you. I don't know. I don't know. Just I'll call you. Start from the start. Calling you, Dan. Uh, Joe, do you think I could do a better job than Lakin at left guard? Five eight two thirty uh, five. Is that? I need to know the body fat percentage for that. If it, if it's five eight two thirty five and and you got a gut, then uh, probably not. But if you're if you're stocky, you know, maybe maybe if you're if you're nice and stocky and you're and you yoked and you get good leverage, you know, uh, definitely lacking arm length, probably. But maybe, maybe. <laughs> okay. Yeah. First tackle taken. Yeah. Okay two D tackles. I think, I think looking into D tackles in the third or fourth round, fourth or sorry, third, fourth, fifth round is probably, um, it's probably smart. I'm really hoping they sign Jefferson. You have to hope that he's back uh, in time for the start of the season, because he did have the injury, you know, the season ending injury pretty late into the season. So you're hoping come come back uh, and maybe, you know, and you know, it's, it's maybe a little bit shitty to say, but like a blessing in disguise of the injury. Um, because if he went to free agency market, on six and a half, seven, eight sacks. So I think he ended with six and a half, but he missed like the last four or five games. He's probably going to have, you know, a good eight sacks. Let's say you're not getting him for three, $4 million or $5 million, whatever you got him for this year. So maybe the fact he's injured actually drops his price, which, okay, that might be a blessing in disguise. I would like to see Quentin Jefferson back, but then, you know, look into some plotting guys uh, in in the fourth, fifth round, you know, guys who are freaking, you know, 330, 340. Those are the type of guys guys that we need as as reserve guys to stuff the run because the Jets uh as great as their defense was you know top five this year and in my opinion you know however you want to quantify that their run defense was really balls at some point some points even Texans game we won that game it was it was bad at some points you know Brown's game it was pretty bad there's a lot of games where we got gashed gashed on the ground um you know most certainly lit us up a little bit right so I don't know. uh will Jeff Ulwick be a good head coach well in terms of the senior bowl, yeah, I'm sure it will be fine, but he hasn't gotten any interviews, right? Unless I didn't hear anything, but I'm pretty sure that would pop my up on my timeline. So I don't think he got any interviews. But will he be? I don't know. I don't know. I again, you know, in today's NFL, I and I feel like an old man saying that, but um looking to hire offensive guys all day over over defensive guys. And you know, let's say that the Jets, let's say it all gets blown up next year, right? And everybody kind of stays put where they are. Uh, my two top coaching candidates for next year are Todd Munkin and uh, Ben Johnson. Like those are two guys you go for. And Todd Munkin probably been number one because you're looking at what he's doing with the Ravens this year. He's making, you know, Lamar Jackson. I'm not saying he was never like a good passer. I actually I don't think he was a good passer. I think he was you know, okay passer in an elite run run threat, which made him like a top ten quarterback. But I think now if you watch Ravens games, he's becoming like a legitimate passer as well with the, the run threat. So, um, yeah, uh, Todd Monk is one of the guys who I would really, really like. Uh, but in terms of just like overall team philosophy, hiring a defensive guy, it, you know, offensive is, is king in the NFL, just like pass rush is king. Um, so hiring a defensive guy is sketchy because if you bring in a good OC and he's good, he gets hired elsewhere. It's just a shitty situation. So I lean more towards hiring offensive guys. So Olbrich will have a tougher time than some other coaches getting a head coaching job, but maybe maybe eventually he will if you will. Uh, Newton has been the, this is from John, John, again, Uh, Newton has been a uh, consensus, top defensive tackle with the top 20 ish grade uh, grade, but looks like Murphy's going to pick up steam. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't looked into him. What about Beckton for 5 million base with incentives? Yeah. I think that's a little bit too high. Honestly, Kev, like it, I think five million dollars with no incentives is is even maybe a little bit outside my range. Like three, four million dollars, I'm okay with. I can get as high as five just realistically because people will take the risk on the talent and all that type of shit. But five with incentives, no, I'm more like, okay, give me like three and in incentives. But five and incentives, I, I think you're um, I think we're doing too much for for what back then it was. There's stats out there, I'm sure they're on Jets X Factor. The amount of penalties, uh, I he gave up about 17 sacks. He was one of the higher penalized guy in the NFL. Um, he was, he was just bad. He was just bad. And beginning part of the year, he wasn't as bad. He still wasn't great. And the end of the year, he really, really sucked, which maybe gives you like some thought of like, Hey, it's, it's a, it's an injury that he sustained during the year or just the wear and tear, whatever it may be. But he was one of the worst tackles in the NFL this year who was starting. So I don't think we need to go above and beyond. I think 5 million just on the one million five or 1 year, 5 million should, should secure him. And that may even be a little bit uh, too much. Um, Post June first, we saved thirteen million on Lakin. He's a goner. Is it thirteen million? I thought it was only ten. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I uh, oh, let me look that up. Right, I'm not not in a rush right now. Uh, Lakin Tomlinson contracts OTC. Is that? I know there's like a way to go into uh, OTC and do okay. Cut pre June first. Okay, let me adjust this to post June first. Cut post June first. We save. Yeah, well, it says cap savings thirteen million, dead money six. Oh, okay. And then and then three million cap saving and one million dead. I thought it was ten. I always thought it was ten, but based on this, again, unless I'm just missing something, unless there might have been some type of restructure where they added more or some bullshit that I don't know about. But thirteen million dollars post June first, and then what is it pre? Pre, it's eight million savings, ten dead. Yeah, cut him June if you can't find a guy a better guy for thirteen million dollars. Like, geez, dude. So. He's uh he should be as good as gone and I don't you know I know people think oh the continuity it's harder to replace three guys I don't give a shit about continuity when it's not good you know Beckton's not going to be here there's no continuity there and and Lakey Tomlinson's garbage it's, it doesn't matter so why do you know continuity for sake of continuity is not it's maybe a little bit overrated so seventy um, inch wingspan and can combine weight you're talking about oh, your Templemont defensive yeah I'm, I'm not even looking into it. Munken should have been the higher last time. I like Salah, but I always prefer an offensive-minded guy. And said, "Yeah, I, I know I really liked him. I know Scott Mason from Play Like a Jet, who I think is overall not talked about enough in terms of like content creators and stuff like that. But nonetheless, um, one of my friends, I think he's good. Uh, he did like a breakdown on Monken. He also liked him as well. Um, but yeah, I, I really like Monken. I think Munken wasn't Munken also in the running with the Gaseer. I think it was the Gaseer. I was looking at the guys where I really, really wanted Munkin. and then Munken went back to Georgia." Um, and then we didn't think he was coming out during the solo cycle. So I think it really was really Munkin over Gase. Like I, we wanted Munken, and nope. Adam Gase, that broke me. I was doing TOJ then. I did a couple more podcasts, whatever it may have been. I, I might've even done another year, but Gase broke me. Like I, I took off like six months. And I was gonna be done podcasting and done with everything. And then, uh, JetX reached out. And now obviously I'm a partial owner of, of JetX, So uh Thank you to them <laughs> and, and it reigniting the flame, but it's not been good. Like think about these last, but we've been in these uniforms for 19, 20, 21, 23, four years. They've been so bad, like so bad. Gase year, uh, Gase seven and nine or whatever year that was, that was terrible because we even, we won like five games to, at the end of the season. So we were like two and eight or whatever it was. Then we rattled off some wins at the end. Um, you had the, the, the mono that year, I believe as well. You had the two and two and fourteen season. You had solids first year, which was um, four, three wins, four wins. His first year, we absolutely sucked. Wherever that year was, you had uh, last or two years ago, I guess. Now, where you know you start off pretty hot and then they suck terribly at the end of the year. The Lions game, the Jags game, the Seahawks game, the Dolphins game. They absolutely sucked after starting five and two or six and three, whichever record you think is better and sounds better. either one, you know, sounds good to me. Uh but nonetheless, six and three, five and two, and then you just completely shit the bed. And then this year you have Aaron Rodgers and all that happens. Like these jerseys need to get burned. They just it's been the one of the worst four year stretches of Jets football. If not actually probably the worst four year stretch of Jets football in the Jets history these last four years. It's been that bad. Um, so yeah, let's, let's light these jerseys on, on, on fire. But, uh, yeah, Munkin, Munkin should have been the hire, but no, we had Gates and immediately when he's hired, it's, especially the Jets fan. Like you're supposed to be pessimistic and I don't blame anybody for being pessimistic. I think it's probably the right way to go when you've seen all the shit we have, but there was no positive way to spin that. Like we, we hired him and we're already a shitty franchise and it's like, this is going to be so, so bad. And it was, that was the most disheartening thing ever. Well, Sorry, second most disheartening thing ever. The most disheartening thing as a Jets fan I've ever incurred or encountered was the uh was this season for Snapson. That 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 was heartbreaking. Kev says, uh, what teams are in need of an edge like coffin that have extra early picks? Or it's, you know, I, I I plenty of teams need edge rushers. Now, who exactly I would have I would have to look, but there's plenty of guys who need stud edge rushers because again, he had 10 and a half sacks this year. Let's say Aaron Rodgers was here and we're winning games. That 10 easily turns into at least 13, 14. Easily 13, 14, if not 15, 16. So he's a guy who if he plays – now maybe him playing a full-time role diminishes that and he's not as effective on on a snap-by-snap basis, which is probably true. Um, Nonetheless, uh, he's better – he's even better as an edge rusher than he probably showed this year if you're just looking at statistics. So who exactly? Not sure. Plenty of teams need good edge rushers. Plenty. You know who is the edge rusher on the Chiefs right now? Uh, the 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 Bills don't have a stud. You know they, it was Miller, but now he he's, he's not. He's obviously not not great. Um, there's plenty of teams who could who could use him. You know the Lions could they use a guy opposite of Aiden Hutchinson? You know could the Ravens? You know there's like plenty of teams. Plenty. Uh, Daniel Murphy says I hate to say it, but the tagging trades don't happen often for a reason we'll see. um the, the and, and Rivka clarify this and uh, it, it was maybe a little bit shortsighted of me to say like, oh nobody's going to trade for him to make 22 million dollars you trade for him and you renegotiate the contract you don't just you don't okay you know track it, uh, tag and trade him to the bucks let's say and the bucks are saying okay well the tag is 23 million dollars now it's paying 23 million dollars over the, you know uh in 2024 2025 2026 that's not the case so you could trade for him and then you renegotiate and give him bonuses and all this other stuff so uh, it can happen. It can definitely happen. Jets super fan. If we resign sign Beckton, I'd be shocked. He's ass. Yeah, it's, he had a bad season. Um, he's been injured. He criticized their offensive line coach. I doubt it. The only thing if you are, if you are leaning to the side of like you wanting to sign Beckton is the fact that, okay, you know, of him and rodgers seem relatively close so can Rodgers convince him to come back and, and compete for a spot maybe but i'm leaning towards back then gone i just i don't i don't necessarily see it either so uh huff is a free agent as soon as the league year ends he already stated he doesn't want to come back to the Jets. I you know, he, he didn't say that like verbatim Harlem. he says that he wants to make the most money for his family which i understand again i know we're jets fans but if you were if you were huff the, with the amount of money that gets taken out of taxes would you want to play here You know, especially if he wants to play and and on top of that, not only um, does the, you know, in terms of the money like the Jets might have to offer, you know, 23 million to the Dolphins 17 to even equal up. And on top of that, he wants to play a full time role. And with the Jets, is he going to get the chance to play a full time role? Probably not. Probably not. So there's quite a few like stacked or or chips stacked against the Jets. So I doubt it that that he's back with the Jets. I probably put it like, I don't know like 70% chance he doesn't sign with the Jets, which which hurts to say because I don't want to lose a such ed rusher. I really would like to retain him, but I'm not feeling it, um, which is unfortunate. But listen, if you could take that money, you tag and trade him for a second or third round pick, and you can flip that third round pick for, you know, I don't I don't know, some a receiver, you know, let's say the uh you know, let's say yeah, let's say it's a third round pick and it's it's kind of hard to say like, who's gonna be available. A third round pick for Keenan Allen for three years. Okay, like something like that. Um, again, don't take that. Like, that's not exactly what I want. But if you could flip that for a guy we actually need an offensive lineman, okay, I get it. You know, like, we're losing something on defense, but we also need offense at the same time. We need offense more than we need Huff at this point. So, if you can't figure out a way to do it, then unfortunately it is what it is, and he's gone. So, uh, that's a lot of victory donuts he can enjoy for doing nothing. Yeah, it's uh, – I don't know, man. Like, he he doesn't have a good – I don't know. Like he maybe self-awareness. He th- I think he thinks that people think he's better than he is. Like maybe he maybe he doesn't know that people know he sucks. I don't know. Same thing for Whitehead. It's like the guy's arguing with Nani about giving up, you know, seven touchdowns instead of eight or seven instead of six or whatever it is. It's like, yeah, you still have a lot of touchdowns. You missed a lot of tackles. Like, why are we arguing about seven versus eight? Like it was still bad. And like and then he's actively quick clicking on the articles and giving us reads to do it and like screenshotting all the stuff. So like he's kinda and JetX right now, Okay, fine, it's cool, it's cool with um, me. Um, keep it down. I like Ben Johnson, but I think he's getting hired this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's quite. A, it it seems like the, the the coaching carousel right now is moving pretty slow. At this point, it, it looks like Bill Belichick is is not not a lock with the Falcons, but it seems pretty likely that, that that's going to happen. I think he probably is either going to um, trade for Fields with the Falcons, but if i had to put like money on it, they probably get Kirk Cousins. And then he's just going to try to stack up those wins in next couple of years and and beat Shula and and, and get the hell out of uh, get the hell out of there. But uh, it looks like you're going to have um, Belichick as the Falcons head coach, which you know, fine, whatever it is, but it, it is what it is with that. But uh, Ben Johnson. Uh, with that being said, it does seem like the coaching carousel is going pretty slowly with people getting like not interviewed and stuff like that. So um, I think Ben Johnson might be a guy, or probably is a guy. I was talking about me subbing in at left guard since it can't get any worse. No, I know what I'm saying like I need to know what 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 the fat percentage is. If you're 6'8", or if you're if you're if you're five eight if all that's chunk, then you are you're, you're pretty chunky. <laughs> but if it's muscle, you know, then maybe 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 work with it. We're going eating. Oh no, my god, Chris! Don't do that to us. Don't do that to us. Solid never used a tight end to cut block edges to help out Beckton. Uh that and having Lakin to worry about didn't help Becton stats just one more year. Yeah, no, like I'm not I'm not saying that he was put in the best best position, Kev. Um, I'm saying that in general, do I think five million incentives is 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 going overboard for him? I do. I do. I, I don't think it takes that much to sign it. I could be wrong. Maybe some team out there is like, hey, he was a first round pick. Uh we're gonna give him $10 million. Fine by all means, but that's a massive mistake, in my opinion. Um I want to see reps with Yuzama run blocking against a Whitehead. Dude, both player. The the thing about that be like, like Rob Day. Like I'll I will dunk not dunk on players. I can't never dunk on a player. But uh, in terms of criticism, I'll be fair. My criticism. I'll take Whitehead ten times out of ten on that one because Whitehead like, he's a good run defender in terms of like stacking guys and getting physical in the box, whatever it may be. Or maybe not. Maybe not like, good in terms of stacking guys, but he's solid in the box. The problem comes with him tackling in space, and the po- the problem comes with him coverage. So. Um, that's not his weakness. Now we're talking about, I think the better situation if you're talking about bad versus bad is, is Uzama versus Whitehead on a dig. Like that's what we're talking about. Some, about some, some shit, but run blocking, uh, Whitehead has the advantage there, but let's talk about a pass coverage route, you know, on a fade, on a dig, on a seam, on a curl. That, that would be interesting. That would be interesting. Uh, Daniel Murphy says, praying for a Chuck Clark sign. You and Buffalo have sold me on him, dude. Uh, Again, dead time of the year, type in uh, Bluewood Splits uh, Clark. And you and if you're not a subscriber, you might get like 10 minutes of it, whatever it is. I gushed over him for a good hour. I really, really uh, like Clark. He's a guy who is not going to wow you in any aspect, but he's super, super solid in so many aspects. I, I legitimately enjoy watching him play. I was like, really excited about him, like really, really excited about him. Um, unfortunately, he, he tore his shit. But if your safety room next year is, again, you know, Chuck Clark, uh ashton davis you hopefully you re-sign him to be like a third guy you bring back tony adams and then you bring in like a familiar face to to sala uh as a fourth guy awesome i would prefer to be trey dean unfortunately he got signed by the chiefs i believe so he's not here anymore um but it's not the worst safety room in the world you know uh i think adams was below average this year but Considering it was his first year starting in the NFL, um, low average is not the worst case, or it's, it's, not, it's not the worst case scenario. And then past that, uh, Clark is a better player than Whitehead 10 times out of 10. It's, I don't think it's close. I really don't. Whitehead might hit harder. I don't care. Uh, Clark is the much more technical, sound, and smart player to me. So uh, Chuck Clark for four, five, $6 million over Whitehead, $7, $8, 9000000 million, whatever it is. Again, 10 times out of 10. 10 times out of 10. Uh, by the way, I asked Wayne Corbett if he got tempted to coach seeing Adam Gase, uh, seeing Aaron – oh, Aaron Glenn succeed. He said no, but um, – yeah, it's. I would be interested to see that. I'm not going to say either way if it would work out or not. I don't think every single player who ever played makes a good coach. Coaching and playing are comp- two completely different things. You know, breaking down film and coaching are two different things. Scouting and analytics, it it's, it's just they're, – they're different. Just because you're a good player does not make you a good coach. Um, that's been – We've seen that over history. So uh, let's see. Winkerbet wondered how he and past Jets heroes would fare coaching a team. I'm going, and he's part of our website, so I'm gonna say great. But you know, if you bring in all players from the past and they coach a the team, probably not well. You know, uh, I don't, I don't, I think it's easier said than done. Um, nonetheless, we're about two hours deep. We're about an hour and 38 minutes deep. No other chats. Again, a little bit slow over time, and I've, I'm, I'm solo, so I kind of talk a lot to myself. But uh, oh, I'll, I'll get to this, and I guess I'll, I'll – well, I'll bounce after two more questions. Um, but I'm going to bounce in a second just because uh, I've been talking to myself for an hour and 40 minutes in the dark, and um, there's not a ton to, to continue to talk about if there's no chats. But, Joe, do you see have any strong preference for uh, Visa? visa uh, um, Gardner Minshew, you know, the guy who, who I would like, but how much does he get? Does, does he outprice himself a little bit because he had a decent year with the Colts? Jacoby Brissett, I think he could be like a low tier starter for somebody, so um, he may be a guy who you could look at, uh, but he might outprice himself as well. Ryan Tannehill is another guy who you may look at, might outprice himself. Now, like the the, the third tier options, you know, I don't really have a, a ton off my. Let's see, let's see here the court who the free agent quarterbacks are. Free agent QBs twenty twenty four. Honestly, even like an Andy Dalton, like an Andy Dalton is is somebody I'm not. I would not. I would not hate having. Um, As a, oh my God, hold on. How do you, that was not the website I wanted. Spock track was not helping me out there. Quarterbacks? Let's see. Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill, Baker Mayfield, Gardner Minshew, Jacoby Brissett, Jameis Winston. I don't know if that's a great fit. Honestly, Jameis Winston. How is there, like, is there like a website I can go to with the, uh, with the top like free agent quarterbacks, I'm not finding. I'm not seeing a good uh, website for this. Spot Track is kind of like letting me do it, but it's it's not the most like user friendly in terms of just like reading it. Okay, Kirk Cousins is he just a straight free agent? They don't have to trade for him then. Okay, okay, sorry. So th- this is a good site for it. I'm just an idiot. Um, and by the way, the Falcons don't have to trade for Kirk Cousins, but Tannehill probably outprices himself. Jacoby Brissett probably outprices himself realistically. Tyrod Taylor, I'm down. Uh, Gardner Minshew. Might be a little bit outside the range, but I'm down Teddy Bridgewater. I'm down. Uh, Josh Dobbs in for it. So yeah, I would say I would say I'm like Gardner Minshew probably like the upper tier, and then past that Tyrod, Tyrod Teddy Bridgewater, so something like that. I don't think you need a stud, but I need you need a guy who's going to come in and not be um, Tim Boyle or Trevor Samian. Like you need a guy who's at least okay. Um, but Jesus, like some of their options. Again, there's just so many mistakes they made. A tackle at receiver, backup quarterback being Tim Boyle for 10 weeks or whatever it was, 12 weeks that he was the backup quarterback. is just an absolute joke. It really is. So um, Rob D says, Ashton Davis has really improved, not saying he's a stud, but from where he was, you know, yeah, for sure. And and he was a guy who coming out of Cal, he was super raw. Uh, Everybody's, you know, development track is not linear. Some guys it takes a year or two. You know, Andrew Thomas was a guy who I doubted a little bit coming out of college his first year. He was not very good, but then he cleaned up some stuff, and he's a good player year two, three, four. He's a stud now. Um, Ashton Davis was a guy who was extremely raw coming out of Cal. So um, I personally never expected it in year two or three or, 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 or year two or three. You know, it might be year four or five that, that he hits, and this is year four for him, and he, seems, he seemed to have hit at least as a solid, like, backup-level player. So um, favorite player on the current roster. It's kind of like a bailout because they—they're two guys who are like the, they're literally the two best players for the Jets. But they're two guys who I personally attested for in the draft sauce. Um, if you've been here for since that time, uh, I was early on in that one. Like he is my—he was my second best player in the draft. It was—it was Hutchinson then him. Um, I knew Hutchinson was gonna go, so I was campaigning for Sauce probably from like January, maybe even like December on. Um, and then Quinton Williams is a guy who I did defend a lot because people wanted Josh Allen. People wanted um, whoever else in that draft. And I thought Q was an absolute stud with Alabama. Uh, and I really freaking wanted him. And that's not something that was out of the, you know, it's not like saying like, oh my God, I pat myself in the back for saying Q was a stud because everybody knew he was a stud, but there were certain people who were like, oh, Josh Allen over him. Oh, I Oliver. He's not worth the third pick. I believe we're the third pick. So he's a guy who I, I really, really talked about highly. So he comes in and he backs up your claims that he now he's a stud. He's probably a top, you know, the top five D tackle in the league. You know, makes you like him a little bit more. Sauce backing me up. I like him a little bit more. Uh in terms of guys who are maybe like a little bit more under the radar. I don't know. I don't really like a lot of under the radar guys. Guys like Conklin. I think Conklin's probably an underrated guy in terms of like my like compared to I think the general fan level. I would say I like Conklin more than people do. Um past that. Quentin Jefferson, when he came with the Jets, I liked him more, but now people like him because he's good. But yeah. Um, how is your ex sidekick? Is he coming back? Um, I told him, I was talking the other day. I was talking about, like, you know, uh, we're talking about something. I basically said, like, I either ride with Kyler or, or I ride solo. So I'm going to keep tempting him. I'm going to keep throwing out little things in there. Maybe I'm going to send him an invite to the show every week and then see if one time he just pops on. But um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe he does. Kyle did. now. Kyle, Kyle gave up. Kyle said, fuck the Jets, I think. <laughs> Teddy is retiring. Is he? Is that uh is that is that uh, is that set in stone? Well, takes okay. Give me give me Tyrod, give me uh give me Gardner Mitchell then. One of one of those guys, something like that. How about trading for uh Browns, Dorian, Thompson Robinson since they have Flacco as QB two? How was he the rest of the year though? How did he play? Let's see. Dorian Thompson Robinson. Dorian. And this was a rookie year, right? Thompson Robinson. How did he do? Because the pro like he got his chance, right, with the Browns. I know he was good in, in, in preseason with them. Um, and then past that, I didn't really hear much about him. I know he had a, maybe a shot or two to start. Um but then but then he didn't uh Oh, played in eight games. Okay. How did he do? Genuinely do not know. He So he played Nineteen for thirty-six, one hundred and twenty-one yards, three picks against Baltimore. Um, so he only really played in three games, like where he actually had legitimate snaps. So he went sixty for one twelve. So fifty-three percent completion percentage, one touchdown, four interceptions, fifty-one quarterback rating. A uh, guy I want to trade for? No, I you know again, give me give me Tyrod over over him now. If you're talking about, like, developmental type of guy, sure. But if, if I were relying on Dorian Thompson Robinson to be the backup uh, in a Super Bowl or bus type of year, I'm not. Not based on those stats, again, like while also acknowledging stats are very shallow. He could have been very impressive in this game, maybe. But uh, based on the stats, no. It's not like he he balled out and got injured or something like that. So um, the shows are good. We do love Kyle, though. Yeah, no, I miss Kyle. It's it's fun to be able to bounce things off of him and, like, take a, like, take a, sip, a sip of water and maybe be able to, like – close my camera down and then fix my lights and shit like that. It's kind of hard to do it when you're solo, but nonetheless, um, in general, yeah, I, I would, I would, I definitely miss Colin here. Sabotage your video feed. No, it's not in my video feed. The, the camera's actually clear and stuff. It's just, uh, the, the freaking the lights went out. I think I figured out the, the graininess, but now the lights are out. Let me try to plug. I'm gonna try to plug in this light one more time, just for like the last two minutes. I'm just gonna keep it on green. Just keep it on green. Maybe flashing different colors is is what's screwing that light up. Let's see. I'm gonna see if it stays on for for all of four seconds because that's been going out now, too. Even though I gotta hang up on the wall, I've gotta figure out a spot that I definitely want it. So um where is the Sherwood project at this point? Um I would say kind of like where it was last year. I don't I don't think he necessarily proved a lot this year in terms of like uh, either negative or positive. I think he kind of, he, he kind of stood like steady. I think he's a guy who is at this point, you know, a, a decent, a decent backup. Uh, do I think that he's going to be, do I think at, at this point you just get rid of Mosley and you're confident in Sherwood stepping in and being a solid linebacker? I'm not going to go there. Um, do I think that with a couple more years of development, he could be a starting level linebacker? I do, but I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to, um, you know, say that he should be a star or anything like that at this point. But still better than Zach. Yeah, still better than Zach. Uh, yeah, maybe. I bet Kyle secretly watches. I don't I don't Kyle may watch the shows. I don't think it would be a secret. You know, it's not it's it's like it's not like Kyle didn't like you know, he he watched the film shows and stuff. So I'm sure if he doesn't have time to watch the film shows, he might want to watch the streams just to kind of get a feel for what I'm saying. because I, I I still know that he trusts my opinion and stuff. So um I know he'll still probably watch the film shows. I'll I'll still send them to him. Um, which actually I, I sent him film shows and he, and he thanked me for it. So I think he still does watch maybe, maybe not the streams, no, the, the film stuff probably, but, um, yeah, we're going to, we're going to slowly, we're going to work him back here, right? It's going to, it's going to happen. Uh, Kyle was good for pontificating and calling out for super chats. Mm. All right. Um, okay. I'm going to get out of here. And now of course I'm going to get out of here. The light is currently working. It's probably going to turn off as soon as I turn around or whatever, but I appreciate you guys. Uh Almost, an, almost two hours in. Uh, I'll be back next week, probably, maybe, we'll see. Uh, kids do in five days, so I actually don't know if I'll be back next week, maybe two weeks. Nonetheless, I'll have more updates about Adunze, more updates about Fuaga, more about Latham. Um, by that point, I'll probably have watched Mims a little bit, maybe Neighbors, maybe Alt as well. So uh, I appreciate you guys, and I will catch you next time.